try to change the topic or make excuses so he could leave the room. Instead, he listened intently. By the end, he was hanging on every word. At the same time, I felt like I was going to burst on the inside. It instantly became clear to me that nothing was as urgent or exciting as what I was doing in this seemingly serendipitous conversation. It felt as if time were standing still, as if eternity were holding its breath. Well, I'm not sure how God used that conversation in my boss's life, but I do know this. He undeniably used it in mine. When I emerged from that office, I was thoroughly invigorated. It was like the air was carbonated. There are no words to adequately describe the thrill that I felt in having been used by God to communicate his message of hope to someone who was far from him. It was as if my entire life up to that point had been a movie shot in very grainy black and white 16 millimeter film with scratchy sound. But those 45 minutes were in vivid technicolor with rich Dolby stereo. I wanted more of that action. At that moment, I knew I could never go back to my humdrum Christian experience, drifting aimlessly through my spiritual life on a tranquil sailboat atop waters unperturbed by wind and waves. For the first time, I understood that these unscripted adventures on the high seas of personal evangelism are what give excitement, fulfillment, and ultimate purpose to a life of faith. After all, what's more important than being a messenger for the creator of the universe to someone whose eternity is hanging in the balance? I had stumbled upon the unexpected adventure of talking with others about Jesus, and I quickly learned that living on this evangelistic edge amplifies every detail of the Christian life. It's where our Bible study becomes much more intense because we're not merely reading scripture as a devotional or academic exercise, but we're searching for fresh insights and wisdom to use in reaching our spiritually confused neighbors. It's where our prayer life becomes ever more focused, because we're pleading for God's help and guidance in bringing the gospel to family members who don't know Christ. It's where our worship becomes increasingly heartfelt, because we're praising the God of the second chance who, in his astonishing grace, loves our wandering friends even more than we do. It's where our dependence on God reaches new heights, because we know that apart from the Holy Spirit, there's no way we can bring anyone to the point of putting their trust in Jesus. I mean, this is the missing ingredient in so many Christian lives. I've never heard anyone complain by saying, my spiritual life is so dry right now, it's like I'm living in a desert. And then add, oh, by the way, I'm actively trying to reach a friend for Christ. As I've traveled the world, I've repeatedly found that it's the Christians living out the unexpected adventure who are enjoying the most fulfilling relationships with God. For them, a day might start out average and routine, but it always has the potential to blossom into a life-changing and eternity-altering encounter. I've seen this happen countless times. For instance, I invited my ministry partner, Mark Middleberg, and another leader from our church to visit the place where I had covered some of the city's most notorious trials when I was the legal editor of the Chicago Tribune. As the elevator opened on the 21st floor of the federal courthouse, 
I immediately recognized a figure standing in the hallway. He was a competitor of mine from another news organization back in the days when I was a wild-living, hard-drinking atheist. He was one of those tough Chicago reporters with the big unlit stogie that he just gnawed on all day. Strobel, he snarled when he saw me. How the blank are you? I haven't seen you in years. Are you still writing for that blankety-blankety Chicago Tribune, that blankety-blankety piece of blankety-blank? Well, actually, I've, I've had a big change in my life, I told him. I've become a Christian, and, and I'm a pastor now. His cigar almost fell out of his mouth. In his amazement, all he could mutter was, well, I'll be damned. Well, I replied, you don't have to be. And with that, God gave me an opportunity to talk to him about Jesus. I could never have foreseen.